coming into a comfortable cross-leg position. And as you come into a cross-leg position, um, if your knees are higher than hip height, the crest of the hip bones, then go ahead and sit on something. So if you need to grab um, a blanket or a block, And this way, when your hips are elevated above the knee level, it puts a sense of ease in the spine um, so that you're not straining the, mice, the muscles that keep um, the spine upright. And then once you've found your seat, let your hands rest where they're comfortable, on the thighs, knees, or maybe in the lap. Go ahead and close your eyes. Find your breath. And as you watch your breath, see if you can begin to elongate the spine by dropping the base of the tailbone down into the earth. And as the tailbone drops, let the heart become light so that it's floating toward the crown of the head and the crown of the head moving toward the ceiling. Careful not to lift your chin as you lift the crown of the head. It's Thanksgiving week. I encourage you as part of your intention for practice to express gratitude internally. Gratitude for whatever it is that you can be grateful for today. There is no such thing as an insignificant idea or relationship, thought, situation, whatever it is. Just honoring that space of gratitude. See if you can tune in at your heart center to the feeling of gratitude. It might help to think back to a moment when you felt very grateful. That moment may be now, or it may be somewhere in the past, sometime today, or whenever it was that you felt very, very grateful. And see if you can just hold that sense of gratitude, that feeling of gratitude as we drop into silence for a moment.
So from the space of gratitude, we'll sound a vibration of Om three times. And just using that Om to represent that gratitude that you're connecting with. So let's inhale together. Om. sense of gratitude and moving it throughout the body, we're sending nourishing energy to all of the cells, the joints, the tissues, the blood, the organs. Maybe you've heard of studies that they've done with using love with infants and gratitude studies and it's been scientifically documented that these emotions, these feelings, can heal and promote health. So we'll keep returning to that sense of gratitude as we move through our practice. Go ahead and shift forward over the knees, placing your hands on the earth and come into downward facing dog. So as always, if you need to adjust the way you come into a pose, feel free to do that. So you're honoring where your body is today, not trying to practice in a way I suggest, if it doesn't agree with your joints, with your muscles, with where your energy is today. Steady breath moving in and out through the nose. to drop the right heel down toward the earth. Keep the hands pressing evenly. Your left knee is soft. So you're basically emphasizing the opening along the back of the right leg. And then shifting, switching legs. So the left heel drops, the right knee softens. Keep pressing firmly through both hands. All of the knuckles are rooted to the earth. Breathe. Connect to that sense of gratitude. Grateful that you have two legs to stretch. And then go ahead and bicycle from side to side. So you're just kind of pedaling the feet really nice and slow at a pace that feels good for you. Think like slow stroll through the woods, not 
a quick walk or a running pace, so nice and slow. And then come back to pressing both heels evenly, feeling downward dog. Bring the knees to the earth, child's pose, rest and breathe. So big toes are together, knees apart. Forehead to earth. Arms can be extended forward or you can wrap the arms around the legs, either letting the hands rest behind the feet or beside the feet, excuse me, or you can cup the hands over your heels. Steady breath in, steady breath out. Breathing into the side ribs so you can feel the side ribs expanding out on your inhale and softening on your exhale. Good. Press down through the hands and the legs and come up to all fours. <clears throat> Placing your wrists under your shoulders, your knees under your hips. Center of the palms and center of the feet are pressing down. So although the tops of your feet are on the floor, you're still connecting the center point of the foot down into the earth. Good. Draw your lower belly in without changing the shape of the spine. So you're supporting the low back. And then maintain the roots, roots of the hand, feet, and navel. Inhale deeply as you exhale. Curl in toward the belly button for cat pose. So tailbone and nose move toward one another, trying to touch the tail and the nose to the belly button. And the next time that you inhale, draw the tailbone back and up. Bring the heart forward between the arm bones and look up for cow posture. And then when you feel ready, exhale again, curling into cat pose, almost like you're curling into a ball. Keep the arms straight, keep the hips over the knees, inhaling, cow posture, extending the underbelly of the body. Good, and then just move between those two postures at a pace that feels good for you. See if you can keep the sides of the body, so those side gills that you were breathing into in child's pose, see if you can keep the sides of the body soft. So you're using the rooting of the hands and feet to create the action in the spine. You're using the abdominals to coil and curl and extend and lengthen. So when one muscle group is activated, the counter muscle group is relaxed. So as you move into cat pose and you're curling into yourself, your abdominals, the underbelly of the body is active, so the back is soft. And then as you move into cow, the back of the body engages and the belly becomes soft. See if you can feel that dance between the muscles as you move from pose to pose. And the next time that you come to center, come to a neutral spine, walk your hands forward about one handprint, curling your toes under and coming up to downward facing dog. Adho Mukha Svanasana, downward dog. 
On your next inhale, float your right leg up toward the ceiling, just extending the leg long and straight. Keep the toes pointing toward the earth so that your hips stay level to one another. Good. Breathe. Make sure that your hands are still pressing evenly and your shoulders are still level. Inhale deeply, <clears throat> excuse me, exhale, bring the right foot down to the earth. And then on your next inhale, lift the left leg up, keeping a straight leg so no bend at the knee. Good. So you're moving energy through your body by keeping that nice extension in the leg, by spreading your toes. You're waking the body back up. Inhale deeply, exhale, bring the left foot to the floor. Bring your knees to the mat and find child's pose. Resting, breathing. Feeling the heart rate beginning to come up. Blood flowing into the muscles that you just worked. Coming up again to all fours, wrist under shoulders, knees under hips. Good. Once you've found your way to all fours, extend your right arm straight out in front so the thumb points toward the ceiling. Good. Wrist is no higher than the shoulder. If your shoulders are tight and you can't quite bring the wrist to shoulder height, don't worry about it. Just lift as high as you can comfortably. Keep reaching forward through the arm bones of that right arm as you draw the shoulders toward your tailbone. Tailbone toward the back of the room. Crown of the head is reaching forward. Inhale deeply. Exhale. Bring your right hand back down to the floor. Pause. Deep breath in. And exhale. Good. Left arm reaches straight forward. Thumb pointing toward the ceiling. Crown of the head and the left arm are reaching forward. Shoulder blades and the tailbone are reaching back. The right palm and the center of both feet are still pressing down to the earth. Lower belly is supporting the low back. Inhale deeply. Exhale, the left hand comes down to the earth. Pause, deep inhale. And exhale. Good, right arm extends forward, thumb to ceiling. So remembering as much of the alignment as you can, go ahead and, and add on if you'd like by extending your left leg straight back behind you. No knee joints, so just extending the leg long and straight. Spread the toes. Make sure the lower belly is staying drawn in so that you're not creating a sway or a hammock in the low back. 
Keep pressing your left palm and the center of your right foot into the floor. One more inhale. As you exhale, bring the hand and the knee back down to the earth. Go ahead and inhale deeply and exhale fully. Good. Left arm extends straight out in front. Thumb to ceiling. Shoulders moving down the back. Crown of the head reaching forward. When you're ready, extend the right leg back. Feel a long line of energy from the left fingertips out through the toes of the right foot. You're supporting yourself by pressing down through the right palm, the left shoelaces, and drawing the lower belly toward the spine. What does it feel like to be in your body in this moment? <laughs> One more inhale, extending out, exhaling, come down to all fours, good, pause, deep inhale, and exhale. Good, walk your hands forward, one hand print, let's come up to downward dog once again. On your next inhale, float the right leg to the ceiling. Good, reaching back through the legs, spread the toes, keep the hips level. Go ahead and inhale again as you exhale, bring your right foot through between your hands for lunge position. So the toes come up to meet the fingers. We'll keep the back knee off of the earth for now. So if you brought it down to bring the foot through, that's fine. Just go ahead and lift it back up. You can have palms flat to the floor or be up on your fingertips. If you're up on your fingertips, draw the tips of the fingers toward the thumb. So you're not really moving the fingers, but energetically they're drawing toward the thumb. So you're taking weight up out of the wrist. Feel your front shin moving forward as your back heel presses toward the back of the mat. See if you can keep that action and dropping your front thigh bone as you press your back thigh bone up. Crown of the head is reaching forward as the tail reaches back. Relax the shoulders, the jaw, the tongue. See if you can bring more weight into your right heel. Inhale deeply. As you exhale, find downward facing dog. So palms flat and step back. Good, breathe. On your next inhale, float the left leg toward the ceiling. Stay here, breathe. Extending long, so from the hands all the way back through that left leg, you're extending, the right heel is dropping. Go ahead and inhale again. Exhale, bring the left foot through between your hands so that the toes now line up with the fingers. Good. And then if you lowered your back knee, go ahead and lift it again. Palms flat or you're up on your fingertips. And again, those four actions in the legs here in lunge. So the front shin is pressing forward. The back heel is pressing toward the back of your mat. Back thigh is lifting toward the ceiling as the front thigh drops down. 
Shoulders moving down the back, breathe. You're just doing the best you can and that's all that we really can ever do. Bringing 100% to the table. It may not look the way you want it to or think it should, but that's really irrelevant. One more inhale. Exhale, downward facing dog. So as you breathe here in downward dog, just notice thoughts that arise, especially in the challenging posture. The mind really starts chatting, telling us we should or we can't or whatever dialogue is kind of rolling through the mind. And just realizing that we're kind of sabotaging ourselves if we buy into whatever the mind is saying. You're giving 100% of what you have in this moment. That's enough. The future will take care of itself. Start to walk the hands toward your feet. Coming into Uttanasana, standing forward bend. So once your heels meet the earth, keep walking the hands back until the spine is folded over the legs to your degree. So the feet are pressing down. You have four corners of your feet even though your feet aren't rectangles. The outer edge of each heel, that's point one and two. Points three and four are big toe knuckle and little toe knuckle. So you're pressing those four points down. And as you press those points down, you'll feel action rising up the legs and you'll feel your hips lift a little bit. So now you're using that downward press of the four corners of the feet to begin to round up to standing. Let your arms hang heavy, your head hang heavy, like you have strings attached to you and a puppeteer is drawing you up, one vertebra at a time. So just like the puppet, you would surrender to gravity. Heavy arms, heavy head. Once you're up at standing, just continue to press your feet down the head stacks on top of the shoulders and the arms remain heavy. <sighs> Next time that you inhale, float the arms out and up over your head. Once the arms are all the way overhead, interlace the pinky, ring, and middle fingers. Pause here, keep breathing. Press your shoulder blades down the back and your elbows in toward one another. Feel the stability in the arms. Your lower belly is drawn in to protect the low back. And the feet are still pressing into the floor. Guide the tailbone toward the point between the heels. So you're ever so slightly tucking the tailbone. Again, we don't look for extremes in yoga. Subtleties. We're looking for subtleties. From the stability, from the support, inhale deeply. And as you exhale, side bend to your right. Go ahead, stay here, keep breathing. And then on your next inhale, use the feet, press them down, come back up to center, supporting through the navel. And then as you exhale, side bend to your left. Make sure the elbows are still pressing in toward the ears, shoulder blades down the back. 
Careful not to twist the hips, so what will tend to happen is the right hip will try to press forward, and that'll translate all the way up through the spine. So you can counteract that by drawing the right hip back ever so slightly, and rolling the heart ever so slightly open toward the ceiling. On your next inhale, press the feet down, come up to center. As you exhale, release the arms out and down by your sides. Pause, enjoy a deep inhale. And then as you exhale, bring the chin to the chest and begin to round down one vertebra at a time. It's fine if you're moving a little slower. Just keep breathing. So you're breathing as you're moving. The feet continue to press down into the earth. Good. So once you're all the way in Uttanasana, find the cycle of breath where as you inhale, you're strengthening the legs by pressing the feet down. And then as you exhale, you're softening your spinal column a little bit more. And just try that a few times. Excuse me. Inhaling to strengthen the legs, exhaling to soften the spine. And then walking the hands forward, find plank position. Wrist under shoulders, legs straight behind you. Hips are in line with heart. You can even kind of glance down the side body and you'll be able to see if your hips are in line with your heart or if they're higher or lower. Good, keep breathing. Walk your feet back a lot more. Good, and now shift your heart forward so you're out over your hands. Good. Go ahead and inhale deeply. Exhale. Put your knees down if you'd like and lower yourself down nice and slow to the floor so the underside of your body is landing all at the same time. It might happen, it might not. Just work toward it. Good. So once you're all the way down on the belly, release the toes behind you. Make sure all ten toenails are in contact with the floor. And as you press those toenails down, feel the kneecaps lift. Go ahead and press your hips down as well. And feel the heart and the chin lift. Keep the back of the neck wrinkle-free. Good. See if you can draw the heels slightly toward the outer walls. And feel the sacrum and the buttocks soften. Using the spine muscles, the muscles along the spine to lift the heart. Elbows are in close to the body, shoulder blades are moving toward the feet. Inhale deeply. Exhale, lower your chin, lower your kneecaps. On your inhale, press up to all fours, or if you'd like, you can come up to full plank. Make sure your abs are nice and engaged before you come up. And then on your exhale, go back to downward facing dog. Good. From downward dog, begin to walk your hands toward your feet, traveling into Uttanasana once again. 
Good. Once you're in Uttanasana, begin to press the feet into the earth and round up one vertebra at a time. Feel the correlation between the downward press of the feet and the upward rising to standing, how those two actions support one another. Once you're all the way up at standing, breathe full and deep. Let's just pause here for a moment with eyes closed and see if you can connect again to that feeling of gratitude. See if there's anything that you're holding on to keeping you from feeling that feeling. And if so, see if you can loosen your grip just a little bit. Start to open that door for gratitude to come in. On your next inhale, take the arms out and up. Once the arms are overhead, interlace your pinky, ring, and middle fingers. Press your elbows toward your ears. Let your shoulders move down your back. Tailbone roots toward the heels. Go ahead and inhale again. As you exhale, side bend to your right. Keep both sides of the waist long, so you're lifting up and out of the waist. On your next inhale, pressing the feet down even more, come up to center. And then as you exhale, head over to the left, side bending. Maintaining that connection to the feet, pressing into the floor. Again, the abdominals are supporting the spine. On your next inhale, come up to center, use the feet. As you exhale, release the arms out and down by your sides. Good, pause, go ahead and find an inhale. As you exhale, bring the chin to the chest and round down one vertebra at a time. And as you move through the spine, maybe practicing gratitude toward your spinal column for all the wonderful ways it allows you to move. So oftentimes we tend to just complain about our backs because we put them under so much stress and strain and then we complain about how much they hurt. When is the last time you thanked your back for allowing you to stand up, to sit up? For holding your head up on top of your shoulders? Maybe today's the first time. Begin to walk the hands forward. Find your way to plank position. In plank pose, feel your heart drawing forward between the arms as you press your heels back. Feel the underside of your body lifting not so that it changes the shape of your back or your hips. You're not really lifting up higher to the ceiling, but it's almost like you have hydraulics under you and the belly of the body is moving toward the spine. Inhale deeply. Exhale. Lower yourself to the floor nice and slow. Feel free to use your knees. Elbows 
are against the sides of the body as you come down. Good. And then low cobra. Feet and hips are pressing down. The kneecaps, the chin and the chest draw up off of the earth. Keeping the elbows in close and the shoulder blades moving down the back. Breathe. Soften the buttocks. Soften the outer hips. Soften the sides of the waist. Again, gratitude to the back. The back is holding you up here. If you were to take your hands off of the floor, you wouldn't come down because your back muscles are supporting you. Inhaling deeply. Exhale, lower the chin, maybe lower the knees. And then coming up either to all fours or full plank. Especially if you're coming to full plank, make sure you're using your abdominals to lift up. And then finding downward dog. Good, let's breathe here. Inhale and exhale. Then on your next inhale, floating the right leg toward the ceiling. As you exhale, bring the right foot through between your thumbs so the toes line up with the tips of the fingers. And we'll start with the back knee, your left knee on the earth. You'll have an option to change that in a moment if you'd like. Just point the toes of the left foot behind you for now. And then with your left palm on the earth, or you can put it on your block if you'd like to elevate the floor a little bit, bring your right hand to your right thigh bone. And then begin to turn your rib cage toward your right thigh. So you're rotating from the ribs, twisting to your right. Stay here. Both feet are pressing into the earth. And then maybe extend your right arm up toward the ceiling. Only if it enhances the posture. If it creates strain, don't do it. It is so honorable to stay in the more basic variation if you recognize the need for that. The fact that you're recognizing it means you're connecting to your body. Stay here or curl the toes of the back foot under and lift the back knee off the floor. So if you need to juice up your practice a little bit tonight... That's for you. Otherwise, stay in that basic variation. Keep turning the heart to the right. Keep opening up. Inhale deeply. Exhale. Bring the top hand down to the earth. Bring the back knee to the earth if you lifted it. And then bring your right hand to the instep of the right foot. So palm of the right hand is on the earth at the instep. Begin to open your left arm toward the side wall. So you can come about halfway up. And if you just need to work on balance, this is far enough tonight. Otherwise, if you're working on flexibility, if you've got the balance thing down, you can begin to press open so the left arm is reaching more toward the ceiling than the wall couple of tips. Press that right leg bone and right arm bone into one another so you're creating like a little wall of support and see how that changes the pose. Make sure both feet are pressing firmly into the earth. Good. Makes a difference, doesn't it? 
Go ahead and inhale deeply. Exhale, bring the left hand down to the floor. Bring the right hand back to the outer right foot and find your way to downward dog. Good. Ah. I really love how when you come back to downward dog from experiencing another posture, how downward dog just seems to assimilate the experience of that other posture. It just brings you back home into your body. Go ahead and inhale, float your right leg toward the ceiling. I'm sorry, left leg. <laughs> Exhale, bring your left foot through between your hands. Good, feel free to assist that foot as needed. And then the back knee, your right knee is on the earth. Point the toes of the right foot behind you. Keep your right hand pressing into the earth or a block. Bring your left palm to your left thigh bone and begin to twist the ribs open to the left. And then if you feel really comfortable there, maybe try extending the left arm toward the ceiling. And if that's comfortable, maybe curl the back toes under and lift the back knee up. Stay with your breath. Stay with the variation that most nourishes you and meets you where you are tonight. Steady, deep breathing. On your next exhale, bring your right hand, or left hand, back down to the earth, excuse me. Placing that left hand to the instep of the left foot. So palm flat to the earth at the instep. You're pressing the left leg and the left arm firmly into one another. Pressing both feet into the floor. And then bring your right arm out so that the hand is at about shoulder height. Stay here, or using that stability that you've created in the foundation of the pose, you can begin to open the right arm toward the ceiling. So again, your foundation is pressing both feet into the floor and pressing the left arm and the left leg into one another. You're not going to master the pose tonight. Don't worry about it. Have fun. <laughs> one more inhale. Exhale, bring the right hand down to the floor. Place the left hand back to the outer left foot and come to downward facing dog. Breathe, let your head be heavy. And if when I said let your head be heavy, your head dropped, that's a signal to you. Why hold the weight of the head up on those little tiny muscles at the back of your neck? The head is very heavy in comparison to those muscles. The neck is one of the most fragile spaces in the body. So give it a break here in Downward Dog. Or I should say give it a rest. We don't even use the word break when talking about our neck, really. <laughs> Language is so powerful, and it's amazing some of the things we're just programmed to say, and we have to deprogram that. I'm catching myself every day. Don't say I need a break. <laughs> Next thing you know, you'll break your arm or leg 
or your relationship or whatever it might be. I need a day off. It's time for rest. <laughs> Go ahead and find yourself a seat on your mat. So come down to a seated position. Take your legs open wide so you're sitting with the legs in a V. It's okay to sit on the very edge of a blanket that's not folded too thickly. So a thin fold of a blanket is fine, especially if you know you have tight hips and that forward bending is a challenge for you. And then just check in with the legs. So when you're sitting with your legs out in a V this way, make sure you're not feeling sensation in your inner knee. And if you are, bring the feet closer together. Press your thigh bones down into the earth. Spread the toes and send energy out through your heels. And then bring your hands behind you. Turn the fingertips toward the wall behind you. Press the hands into the earth and start to lift your heart up. Draw the elbows toward one another. Breathe into the chest. So you can stay here and enjoy this upward lifting in the upper body. Or eventually, if you'd like, you can walk the hands forward, coming into a forward bend. So you can fold between the legs. Continue to press your thigh bones down. Spread the toes of the feet. Press out through the heels. Especially if you're sitting upright still, pay close attention to the legs. So if they fall asleep, wake them back up, spread the toes, press out through the heels. And keep waking the feet up as many times as you need to. The more tension that you feel in the legs, the more likely it is that this posture will be a great teacher for you. The legs represent our ability to move in life, to move with the flow of life, to bend when necessary, to move forward, to be flexible, So if we're inflexible mentally, not willing to move forward emotionally, whatever it might be, that will manifest, in theory, with tension in the leg muscles. So wherever you are, on your next inhale, come out of the posture. And we'll bring the soles of the feet together. For Bhadokanasana. Again, you can sit on the edge of a blanket for this one if you'd like. So let's place the hands on the ankles today and begin to draw the heart up toward the ceiling. So the side ribs are lifting up off of the waist. Be careful not to arch the spine so that you're not pushing the back ribs into the kidneys 
activating the adrenals. Sort of soft along the back of the ribs. Just drawing the heart up. Let the inner thighs relax so that the thigh bones feel heavy and they're dropping, excuse me, down toward the floor. Good, so just noticing how this feels. And we'll take a variation and we'll come back to this variation in a moment and you can kind of see what's shifted in your own body. So bring your left hand onto the floor at your left side and just kind of lean into that hand for some support. Bring your right palm, the heel of the palm, to the inner right thigh right at the base of the hip. So you're pressing the heel of the hand into the thigh bone, so the thigh bone runs down the center of the leg, you're pressing into the thigh bone, and the fingers are rolling over the top of the thigh, so the fingers are pointed out. And just begin to press the heel of the hand into the hip, and you'll feel an opening or a stretch happening in the hip joint. So you're just going to press to a degree that feels good for you, that should feel soothing. So on your right leg, you're good. Good, keep breathing. This leg, and then turn your hand out this way. I know it's hard when you're looking and trying to mirror someone, it's crazy. So you just press down to a degree that feels good for you. Good. And then go ahead and move the hand forward, one handprint toward the knee, so you're somewhere in the center of the thigh. And go ahead and press down again. Breathing into the hip joint, so you're just pressing and holding using the breath to facilitate opening in the hip joint. And then when you're ready, move the hand forward. One more handprint. Not so much that you're touching the knee joint, but you're just behind the knee joint. And go ahead and press down again. Breathe. Good, and then moving the hand, <clears throat> excuse me, back in to the mid thigh. So at that middle point, pressing down and holding. <coughs> excuse me. And then coming back to the point closest to the hip. So the hand is right up against the hip. Press down and breathe. And as you press, press and hold here, if you'd like to go just a tiny bit deeper, begin to twist the right shoulder toward the left knee. So you're still pressing the hand into the hip, and you're twisting the right shoulder toward the left knee. You feel the right side of the back, all of the muscles along the back start to open. Breathe deep into where you feel the opening in the spine. and then slowly come back up to center. 
and then bring your hands to the ankles. Sit tall here at the center. Breathe into both lungs and notice what you feel. So yeah, if you need to bring your legs up and down, that's fine. You can even straighten them for a few minutes if you need to. So breathe into both lungs. Notice what you feel. Anyone want to share what they notice? Okay, left leg is tight. Do you notice anything with your lungs and your spine? Anyone? Yeah, it's hard to describe. What you're feeling is your right lung is now able to expand more. So you're actually breathing more air into your right lung. So pause and see if you can feel that. Breathe really deep into both lungs and notice what you notice. Kind of cool, huh? So let's even them out. The left, left lung wants to be liberated now. Yeah, it is. It's good. Okay, so bring your right hand to the floor outside of the right hip. Lean into that hand. Place your left hand to your left thigh. Again, heel of the hand against the hip and pressing into the thigh bone. Fingers are rolling over the top of the thigh. So just pressing down and holding. Eventually, you may be able to put enough pressure that the arm straightens, but that's not important. It just might happen over time as your hip opens up. Make sure the right leg stays soft. It's going to try to lift. Keep that leg bone heavy. Keep breathing. And then releasing and moving the hand forward so you're about in the middle of the thigh bone. Press down and hold. Notice what you're doing with your right shoulder. See if you can keep that shoulder rolled down the back away from the ear. And then moving the hand forward. One more handprint just behind the knee. Press down and hold. Good. Bring the hand back into the middle of the thigh. Press down and hold. Breathe. Good. And then last position. So bringing the hand back in by the hip. Heel of the hand presses into the thigh bone. Press as firmly as feels good for you. And then maybe twisting so the left shoulder starts to twist toward the right knee. You can bow a little bit as well if it feels good. And then slowly coming back up. Come to center, place your hands on your ankles, sit tall and breathe into both lungs. So 
So the two sides may feel even or close to even now. Good, so use the hands to bring the knees together. So place the hands to the outer thighs and push the knees together. Those muscles are all stretched out, so it's nice to not make them have to contract to bring the legs back together. And then make sure you have enough room behind you to lay back. If you're sitting on something, go ahead and put that off to the side. Bring your hands behind your thighs and roll all the way down. If you'd like a little more core work as you're coming down, instead of putting your hands behind your thighs, you can extend your arms straight out and come down slow one vertebra at a time so the hands are like alongside of the thighs extended. Keep your chin tucked as you come down. And then once your head is on the earth, extend your legs straight one at a time so the legs are resting on the earth. We'll just pause here, turning the palms open to the ceiling, breathing in and out, feeling a sense of weight in the bones of the body. And then bending the right knee and placing the right foot flat on the earth. And use that right foot to lift your hips off of the earth and shift your hips over to the right about six inches so that your hips are laying on the floor off center to the right. So you're laying a little crooked. And then bring your left hand to your outer right knee and draw that right knee across the body to the left. So you're coming into a twist. Your right arm is extended out at shoulder height along the floor. Palm can be up or down, whatever feels good on your shoulder. Make sure that the right shoulder blade stays on the floor. You can turn your chin to the right if you'd like. Go ahead and deepen your breath. Increasing the inhale exhaling at the same depth that you inhaled. And just using your body's intuition to guide you where to go in the pose. Sometimes it feels better to draw the knee up toward the left armpit. Sometimes it feels better to keep the knee more away from the armpit. Sometimes it feels better to deepen the twist. Sometimes it feels better to soften. What feels good for you? What feels like right action in the pose?
On your next inhale, supporting through the abdominals, bring that knee back up to center. Place your right foot on the earth. And then recenter your hips so you feel you're lying in a straight line again. Straighten your left leg down to meet your right leg. Or I said that backwards, right leg down to meet your left leg. Good. And just pause, find your breath. And then bring your left foot flat to the earth. So bend the knee, place the foot on the floor. Use the foot to lift the hips and shift the hips off center to your left. So you're lying in a crooked line now. And then when you're ready, you can come into the twist on the second side. Good, so before you go into the twist, lift your hips off the floor and move them that way. Like physically the whole hip here. Not every instruction resonates with everyone, so don't worry about it. So you're actually lifting up, moving the hips over, and then dropping them back down. So you're laying in a crooked line. There you go. Awesome. And then come into the twist. So what that does is it makes the twist deeper. So the rotation is a little more extreme in the spine. So if that doesn't feel quite right for your spine, you can skip taking your hips off center. Deep and even breaths. And stay with the breath. Remember, if you need to increase the pose or decrease the pose, you can do that at any time. Follow your body's intuition. What is the body asking for? The body knows how to heal itself. Think about when you cut or bruise yourself. You don't have to actively focus on healing that cut or that bruise. The body has its system of healing. If the body knows how to do that, the body can heal anything. Start communicating with it. Last couple of breaths. On your next inhale, come back to center, supporting through your abdominals. Bring the left foot to the earth and recenter your hips so you feel you're in a straight line once again, and then straightening the left leg down to meet the right leg. Pause. Really deep, full inhale. Exhale, let the bones of the body feel heavy. And then from here, bend both knees bringing one foot at a time to the floor, and then hug your knees into your chest. So 
So just reintegrate the two sides of the body. So as you start to develop a home practice, whether you're following along with a teacher or doing your own practice, kind of your own yoga laboratory, your own experimental practice, anytime you do a posture that splits the body, so you have a left side and a right side of a pose, it's good to bring the body back to a pose that has symmetry, where both sides of the body are doing the same thing. So when you're ready, bring your feet to the earth. Find your way into Shavasana, final resting posture. So if you'd like to cover yourself with a blanket or put a blanket under your knees or under your head, whatever you need to feel comfortable, to feel relaxed, to feel a sense of safety. So staying warm is important. If the body gets cold, the muscles can't relax, and therefore the nervous system is stimulated. And here we want the nervous system to soften, to cool down. Once you've found a comfortable position, go ahead and commit to that position and become very still, no movement. For example, if your nose begins to itch, explore what it feels like for the nose to itch instead of compulsively scratching the nose. Really being in the experience of the moment. So I'll come around and adjust the neck and shoulders tonight. When it's your turn to receive that adjustment, again, deep breathing is very helpful. And if that's something you choose not to receive, just let me know when I come by. It's your body, it's your practice. So rest deeply, breathe.
gently beginning to deepen the breath. Each inhale increasing. Moving the fingers and the toes as if you're discovering for the first time that you have fingers and toes. Practicing gratitude toward your fingers and your toes for all they allow you to experience. And then when you feel ready, bend one knee at a time, place your feet flat onto the earth. Pause here, one full inhale, one complete exhale. And then rolling gently onto your right side. Eyes remain closed. Just curling up on the right side, maybe cushioning the head with the right arm. And again, breathing into the body, just a few full breaths here. Pressing down through the left hand, using the arms to come up to a comfortable cross-leg seated position. Again, if you would like to support the hips with your block or your blanket so that the spine is as relaxed as it can be today. Coming back to the feeling of gratitude. Keep in mind that what you focus on is what you increase. So as you focus on gratitude, you increase gratitude in your life. And as you increase gratitude, you increase all of those other positive emotions, desi <coughs> excuse me, desirable emotions. And we'll sound OM three times from that space of gratitude. Let's inhale. Oh. Oh. 
the heart. Acknowledging your efforts for stepping onto your yoga mat today, nourishing yourself and therefore everyone you come in contact with. The more balanced and healthier version of you you become, the more it affects everyone you come in contact with and everyone they come in contact with. Namaste. Thank you so much.